Welcome to When All Else Fails, an internet radio show about video games and the stories composed from them. I am Eric M. Hunter. Breaking news! Well, as of April 14th, 2017, any developers are concerned over Xbox refund policy. This news comes from segmentnext.com. Microsoft is taking an amazing initiative for gamers on Xbox Live. Players who buy games via the Xbox Marketplace can refund their titles through an automated refund process. The system is only available to Xbox Insiders at this time, which basically means that they're test marketing it. Uh, Xbox Insiders is kind of like the the beta users, uh, and they've provided some positive feedback. However, while the policy might be accepted by open arms with open arms by gamers, any developers aren't too excited about it. This is what that's, I mean, so Steam has the exact same process in terms of getting, issuing a refund for a digital game. Obviously, all the games on Steam are digital. When Steam decided to do a refund policy, um, it was met with the exact same fanfare that you would, that this is getting. If you are an indie game developer, a refund policy for a console gamer is huge when it comes to digital games. You have to keep in mind that these console gamers are not used to digital downloads. They're not used to a digital marketplace. Has the policy been in place uh, for purchasing games and downloading games on Xbox Live, uh, you know, Nintendo Switch slash Wii U, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3? Yeah, it's been a while now. But keep in mind that PC players have been doing this since forever not just with Steam, but just directly downloading games since the internet was available. This has just always been a thing with PC gamers. Alright, uh, the article continues. The main concern some developers raised on Twitter is regarding the duration of gameplay. According to Microsoft, a player must have below two hours of gameplay in order to return the copy. Moreover, the game should be put up for refund within 14 days. So there has to be less than two hours of gameplay on the title, and it has to be within a 14-day period. All right, this is the actual breakdown from Microsoft. Games and apps are eligible for self-service refunds within 14 days of purchase if you have less than two hours of playtime across all accounts. All right, I said that already. DLC, season passes, and add-ons are not eligible for self-service refunds. I mean, that kind of makes sense. If you can't, I mean, the DLC and season passes, you already bought into the game. I mean, it's it's not the core game. Can't say that the DLC sucks when, you know, you've got 60 hours into the the single player like that that's dumb that makes sense gamer the app must be downloaded and launched before requesting a self-service refund i mean that kind of makes sense too i mean you can't just say oh you know i, I want to return this game i didn't mean to buy it. it it you know it's not a it's not amazon one click buy okay like there's it's a process like you have to go you have to agree to it um terms and conditions blah 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 the only thing i, I was going to think say the only thing that would be bad towards this would be as if you already purchased the game well you can't download the same game twice you can't purchase the same game twice through the marketplace now obviously you can purchase a physical copy and then you know download a digital version that's just silly on you don't do that that's just dumb uh you must wait at least one day after the game or apps release before requesting a self-service refund this is for day one patches you know like if you run a game and um you know the the frame rate sucks or you know, the graphics are terrible or something like something that can physically be fixed by the developer. It's giving the developer time to make those changes. Now, if the game just outright is terrible, if the story's bad, if the dialogue's 
crap, if the gameplay mechanics just aren't there, then that's a completely different thing. A lot of that stuff can't be fixed through updates and de- and downloads, you know, like and patches like that. Things like in terms of frame rates and graphical glitches, that stuff can be fixed. But if like just the downright story is terrible, then, you know, that that, that stuff can't be fixed. Uh, that's just that's just not a thing. Uh, certain Windows 10 apps may not be eligible for self-service refunds. This is the Xbox's whole, you know, going from, you know, the play play anywhere, I think is what it's called. So you can play on your Xbox one. You can play on a Windows 10 PC. I don't know. Microsoft reserves the right to block access to your users who abuse self-service refunds. We don't want a Tom Haverford coming and buying everything from the Sky Mall catalog and then returning in 14 days later. Like, that's just come on that's just ridiculous that's just people taking advantage of the system it, you know those those users uh, are should be rightfully banned so um the article continues there are many story driven smaller projects that can be completed in two hours or at least a significant chunk of the main storyline can be completed in many games yes that is true and we're going to touch on more of that in a minute i just i needed to get to this part because this is the part that drives me insane the most the chinese room uh, indie developer of Dear Esther, I believe they did Amnesia, one of the Amnesia games. Uh, most recently, they did Everyone's Gone to the Rapture. I think that's what it's called anyway. Uh, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Um, has proposed a solution to the problem. Well, here's here's the problem, is there is no problem. There really isn't. Having a refund policy set in place for digital downloads, regardless of console, PC, what have you, marketplace service, deserves to have some sort of refund policy in place. That's just... I mean, that's basic buying and selling of goods. Having some sort of refund policy in place is good business. Uh, But anyway, uh, has proposed a a solution to the problem. Instead of counting the number of hours played, Microsoft should take a look at the percentage of the game completed before offering refunds to to the consumer. The idea is good, and Microsoft should consider this. That is the writer. um, That is his opinion. Look, that's not going to work. Okay, here. So you can't put a percentage on the amount of game that's played and leave that up to the developer to say, Oh no, that yeah, you know, this gamer has played 60 hours, but they've only completed 2% of the actual game. Take for instance, breath of the wild. Okay. I lodged 60 hours into that game before I even took on my first divine beast. So where do you calculate the percentage of the game that's completed? If you're going to leave that up to the developer, Nine times out of ten, the developer wants to cover their own ass because obviously they don't want their game returned. They don't want to have to pay that money back to the player. So putting those flags in as to the amount, the percentage of the game that's been completed up to them is just isn't going to work. The same process was foiled with Amazon when they brought out their uh, their monthly service for their Kindle. They were paying the writers depending on how much of the books a particular person read. What ended up happening was, is for $1.99, you could buy a book that's called Win a Free iPhone 7. You read the first page. The first thing it's going to say is, turn to page 380 for the code for your chance to win a free iPhone 7. Well, according to Amazon, you just read 380 pages of this book. Now, did you really? Of course not. You're skipping ahead. But the idea is exactly the same. You cannot put a percentage on the completion of the game. That is going to be set by the developer, and you sure as hell don't want the the publisher or the console, such as Xbox, to say no. This is where the percentage flags lie, because they don't care. They're not in it for you. 
They're not in it for the developer. So you can't do that. Here's, here's the issue that Chinese Room takes place with this because Chinese Room creates games like Dear Esther and Everybody's Gone to the Rapture or for better or worse, a working genre known as a first person adventure art video game or for worse or for not, it's basically a glorified walking simulator. Now, don't get me wrong. I was not a big fan of Dear Esther, but I absolutely loved Everybody's Gone to the Rapture because the world is so well creative. The stories and the characters are so well written that even if I technically can beat the game in two hours, doesn't mean I've really played the game, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I could speed run through this much like Breath of the Wild. After you beat those first few shrines and get those first few abilities, you could go straight to Ganon and take Ganon out. You can absolutely do that. Right now, speedruns are sub 40 minutes on Breath of the Wild. Sub 40 minutes. That's huge. But if I want to experience the game, if I want to feel something that this developer has created, if I want to live in a world that has been created for me to explore, I'm not going to rush through the game. More importantly, on top of that, if the game is able to hold my interest throughout the entire time, the last thing I'm going to do is think about getting a refund. If I beat it within two hours or not, like I'm not going to want to do that. I want to, I'm going to want to keep that on my hard drive so I can play it again or so I can have a friend play it or a family member so that they can have the same experience that I just had. I'm going to want to talk about this game with friends and family about how great this game is. I'm going to go out on Twitter and Facebook and recommend it to people who follow me and who like me. The last thing I'm going to think of is getting a refund. And at the end of the day, that's what drives me insane about the Chinese room. If anybody knows anyone from the Chinese room, have them contact me, eric at imericm.com, or follow me on Twitter, DM me on Twitter, or hit me up on Instagram, something. Get in contact with me. And I will tell you why your stance on this refund policy for Xbox is a poor choice. And the fact that your name comes up in the article of Microsoft saying this is exactly what we're going to do into the future. And I can tell you right now, Sony is going to follow them if they haven't already. But your name comes up as the developer says this is a bad idea. Well, I now have a bad taste in my mouth about your games because you are going against something that as a patron, as somebody who pays and plays games, I desperately want. Because you know what? Sometimes those day one patches don't fix things. And sometimes poor dialogue is poor dialogue. And sometimes poor graphics are poor graphics. And sometimes game mechanics are broken and will never get fixed. I don't want to play those games. But if I find a game that is great, that keeps my interest throughout the entire time I'm playing, I'm not going to ask for a refund. If you are an indie developer and you honestly think that this is going to hurt your business, you need to rethink your stance. If you try to oppose something like this, you are only going to come out on the bad side of this conversation. You need to adapt and you need to create a good game that I want to play and tell others about. If all you're worried about is having to refund 10, 15, or $20, or however much your game plays, one out of 1,000 people who purchased the game, if that is your biggest concern and not making a better game or you know continually fixing a game that may be in need of fixing, then you are in the wrong business. You should not be making games. You should be flipping burgers or selling furniture. 
because those things have you have no control over. You have no control over the consistency on how a piece of furniture is made. You have no control over the ingredients that goes in that burger. All you can do is hope and pray that they enjoy it and they leave happy. But when it comes to making a game, you are creating an experience. You're creating a moment in time that you can connect with a person playing your game. Make that your number one priority, not whether a refund policy is good or not. Because trust me, it's good for the gamer. Hey, thank you for listening all the way to the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I would appreciate if you told as many people as you cared about it because podcasting is built on word of mouth. And that is what this podcast needs is word of mouth. Uh, if you'd like to be a participant of the show, either by submitting your own video game story or insights to something that I may have spoken about or even advertising, send all those inquiries to Eric at IamEricM.com.